And we are live. We are live. We are live. And here with Blam with Edward. <laughs> excellent. Well, um, as I said, let's give it a couple of minutes for people to join, David. Uh, I will make a formal introduction to uh, the group as people get notified as they get in there. I'm going to do some of the notifications. Uh, we haven't got any background music. We should have background music for this, shouldn't we? You know, what would be a good tune? What would be a good tune? Uh, I'm trying to find something for I do this thing <laughs> where I have an army outfit on. I don't want people to join my cold calling army. And I, oh, I, was, really? on, I was on uh, an app. Uh, I forget what it's called, but I'm, I'm Podcasters Paradise. Uh, they recommend oh, yeah. it. And um, it has an army tune dun, 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 background to it. And I'm thinking about adding that to the background of my video. We're in the army now. Dun, 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 dun. We're in the army now. <laughs> that's a British. That's a British band, isn't it? What do they call yeah. again? And um, by the way, if you're here early, um, what is the band? You're in the army now. What? What? Well, you're in the army now. That is a British band. I know. I I should know the name, but it escapes me at the moment. Uh, as I'm just sending out some invitations to people, um, just bear with me. By the way, we have a very good friend of ours who uh, runs a business networking group called the Business Growth Show. He was actually a, a guest on this show a oh, few Sam. weeks ago. Sam uh, no, There's a, a guy called Mark Linton uh, here oh, in the UK, and he used to be in the Army, and that's kind of his spiel. He puts his beret on, <laughs> and he'll, st he'll start bellowing out these, these motivational speeches. It's absolutely legendary. Um, right, let me just find the broadcast group, and I'll drop the link in here. Good, but I'm super excited to see you here, David. Um, you know, we found each other on LinkedIn. From, I just got back from uh, Funnel Hacking Live with Russell Brunson. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I got to see Tony Robbins. I got oh, to visit wow. Tony Robbins. And, uh, and Dean Graziosi? Huh? Dean Graziosi, was he there? Uh, no, no. It was. We had uh, a lot of speakers, uh, but uh, the best one by far was Tony Robbins. Uh, close it out. But uh, I learned a lot from the, the event. I recommend it if you, you know, Funnel Hacking Live, if you're not selling. What amazed me, Edward, was all the people from different walks of life selling cars, selling anything on ClickFunnels. Um, and people, there was over 300 Two Comma Club Award winners uh, all lined up. It was amazing. And that's my goal. He had us write our goals down to mail it to us, you know, to be a two comma club winner next year at the event. But I recommend it a hundred percent, but I've seen Tony, I've listened to his, his, uh, unleash the power within and, uh, but being at his event is unlike anything else. I agree. Yeah. And it was so sad. We couldn't join the, um, because the week before we had traffic and conversion summit with Ryan Dice and his crew in San Diego. And sadly there was a travel ban, so we couldn't go. Uh, but that was amazing. I saw the virtual event, so I know how you feel. It's it's absolutely awesome to actually be there in person. And we, we get our partners to make that their goal to go to the Traffic and Conversion Summit. Um, you know, make that, that that's going to, that's our annual pilgrimage. I know Funnel Hacking Live is, you know, for everybody who follows Russell Branson, we do use Funnel, um, um, Funnelytics, what's it called? Um, what's the, what's the product Click called again? ClickFunnels, that's it. ClickFunnels, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we yeah. do use it ourselves, and I think there is a couple of partners who use it as well in our business. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely, and lots and lots of good stuff to learn. Cool. I'm nearly done sending out these invitations, my friend, and then we can go into the interview. 
um, and learn all about your background. We'd love to find out, you know, your career as, uh, you know, as a sales trainer in the IT industry, helping uh, people who sell IT solutions and websites and digital marketing services to sell their products. Well, I train anybody now. Um, I have some IT people, but I have people who sell SEO. I have people who sell insurance, POs. Uh, it's kind of, you know, basically, do you, do you sell a business service? Do you need to get past the gatekeeper and get with a decision maker? Then you're, that's my jam. <laughs> we are very much looking forward to it. We've got a nice group in, in here. We've got uh, Guru, we've got Intisar, we've got Shelly, we've got Peter, we've got John. Um, good to see you guys here today. I'm so excited uh, to be sharing this awesome. Rick O'Brien, Ricky, 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 my best friend from Ireland is here. Um, our partner community, uh, our partner community is all over the world. We're in Scotland, we're in Ireland, we're in, the, in England, we are in uh, South Africa, we are in USA, in Miami, in New York, we're in Sacramento on the West Coast. We're in San Diego on the West Worldwide. Coast. Worldwide. Absolutely. And um, so oh, really, really nice to have. Australia. A lot of people buy my books in Australia. I have some clients out there. Uh, a little bit of UK. Uh, but hopefully we can expand that out in different areas. Neil McLaren is here. Guys, I'm really, really excited to introduce you. David Walter. Uh, and uh, so, David, tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, and what you do, and we'd love to hear some of your stories on how to get past the gatekeeper. Yeah, we're getting rock and rolling here this morning. So, uh, yeah, if you don't know me, everybody, I'm the author of Million Dollar Rebuttal. The camera seems to be moving around. Yeah, Million Dollar Rebuttal, and uh, it's a book about cold calling. It says right on the cover, cold calling is not a numbers game, and this is an iconoclastic book. In fact, I believe an iconoclastic disruption, going against the grain, being different so much that I just started, I'm starting a podcast myself called Iconoclast Entrepreneurs. Uh, and I don't know if you, if you follow ClickFunnels, you know, Jim Edwards, Traffic, Traffic uh, Secrets. He just, he's going to be my first guest. Uh, and then Mike Malkowitz said he'll be my guest in January. Uh, Mike Malkowitz, I don't know if everybody knows who that is. He's got a new book out, Get Different. Uh, but he's awesome. So anyway, I believe in iconoclastic, being different and having a unique selling proposition. So, but basically, uh, my journey started. What the book is about is how I just I had helped my dad make a million dollars in the air conditioning business, running an ad in the in the Dallas Morning News, and we sold millions of dollars worth of air conditioning equipment. And then boom, the '90 recession hit, and he went bankrupt. Basically, I went bankrupt by default. Uh, I was driving a nice BMW, <laughs> riding high, and suddenly he was homeless, lost his business, got locked out, and I had a I I didn't lose my apartment, but I was going to lose it if I didn't do something fast. And so I went and got a job. You know, back then you looked in the newspaper for jobs. Remember those days? <laughs> <laughs> the classified advertising. Yeah, times have changed, but I found a job. Uh, uh, telemarketing and I did a little bit of that um, in college and so I thought well I'll do that and uh, interviewed got the job I was nervous 
because I had never made B2B calls before, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people out there, I've been polling on LinkedIn and I find that the, one of the two reasons people have trouble with cold calling is A, they're scared to pick up the phone. Cold <laughs> reluctance, baby. Phone. Cold reluctance. Yeah. And number two is getting past the gatekeeper. So th th I'm refocusing everything on that. But I was apprehensive about interrupting a business person, you know, in their day, which makes sense. But um, so basically, I'll, I'll make this story short so we can get into some, some meat, some some lessons people can take away from this. Right. Edward, that's what we're here for. But just so you know who I am, um, I started looking in the mirror and saying, I'm going to set two appointments. I wasn't making killing it. They had an amazing uh, commission structure, but I wasn't tapping into it. Hello, everybody. I wasn't tapping into it. Hello, Shelly. I wasn't tapping into that structure. And everybody there set two appointments a day. And I realized, man, I have to set like 10 or more a day to make the money I need to keep my car and my house and help my parents and actually try to buy some land and us relocate and I'll have, have a happy family again. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were actually living with me for a time in my small apartment. Um, so I struggled. And everybody out there, if you're struggling now, that's one thing takeaway I got from ClickFunnels was that Russell Brunson failed. He failed many times over. Tony Robbins admitted to going nearly bankrupt, and he's failed, and he's come, he's had business partners steal all his money, and he's had all kinds of obstacles. And he says it's not when, it's if you're going to have problems, and you got to face them head on. As an entrepreneur, you got to face them head on and fail forward. Denzel Washington says in his speech, fail and fail forward. This is, anyway. this, is, uh, this is awesome stuff. Thank you so much, David. There are definitely some people in the group there right now who need to listen to this. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you carry on. I'm just going to introduce you to Grant Stain, CEO of Blam. He's come in here. He's apologized. He comes in a little bit later, but here he is. So hi, Grant. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good to see you. Hey, David. Nice to share the stage with you, Grant. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll let you carry on, my friend. Yeah. So I was facing that challenge. And what I'm a big believer in because of Tony Robbins, as I mentioned before we started, uh, I got a chance to see Tony Robbins at ClickFunnels and fist bump him. It was exciting, electrifying. Uh, but I knew about Tony Robbins before and I read his book. Uh, but it was CEO at the top that I read. They had a copy of this business. Read that. And so I started looking in the mirror and claiming my goal. And I had figured I needed 15 appointments a day, every day to max out the commissions and make the money I needed to have the life that I wanted. And so I did that every day for six months and six months exactly to the day I set 15 B2B appointments with decision makers, 15 B2B appointments with decision makers. Now, just a lot of people think I want to clarify. I was not a salesperson. I was a glorified cold caller at this time, right? But driving a BMW. <laughs> you know, I've, people sat next to me and they're like, we got the same job. Why do you have a BMW? And why do you have a great apartment and all this stuff? It's because I tapped into my subconscious mind. And I reimagined in those six months, uh, Grant, I reimagined cold calling from the ground up in a disruptive, iconoclastic way. And that's, we're going to talk about 
really the one thing. There's many iconoclastic things, but there's one thing that's above all else. Uh, but since then, just so you know, since then, uh, I started ran my own call cold calling company for 13 years. Yes, it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. Hiring employees and, and all these things and a customer's expectations, all that stuff. It was brutal. But after 13 years, I had called it quits. Of course, I went. It was almost a bankruptcy. <laughs> so glossing over that. Um, call it a learning experience. Um, a learning experience. But later I re recovered. I wrote this book about it. I wrote this book, became a number one bestseller. Now I'm an entrepreneur contributor. And as I mentioned, I'm starting a podcast. I want to be like you guys. I want to be like you guys on a podcast. But that's that's kind of my background. And it's kind of a, a lead into the story. But, you know, if you have questions, but what I'd like to talk about, and it's up to you guys and the audience, is that one thing, if you're trying to make cold calls, and set appointments, what is the one thing that differentiated me from everybody else that set two appointments a day, continue to set two, when I set 15, and what's the one thing that separates the winners from the losers from all the people that say cold calling doesn't work? Is that what you guys want to know today? That, that would be awesome. Absolutely. That would be awesome, my friend. Um, you know, this is such a great story. Because, uh, you know, when, when, when partners start with their business, yeah, they have just made one of the biggest decisions of their life. Yeah. Um, and that's an amazing decision they've made. They've partnered up with us. They've seen the business plan. They've seen the potential, you know, to create the, the, the life of their dreams, the income of their dreams, the business of their dreams. Yeah. And, and so our job is to help them make that dream come true. Now, we, we have a training system. Yeah, we have a proven, robust sales plan. We have a, a, a robust service fulfillment, um, you know, product that, you know, these websites and apps that will get made yeah, at scale, whether you give us one, five, 10, 20 websites in a month, yeah, they will get done. And all, the, the only thing that's stopping them, yeah, is to... Um, is to apply themselves to the process because we can prove this time and time again, they apply themselves to the process. So what you've just said is just resonates so much, absolutely so much. It was actually, it was Ray Kroc, um, not the founder of the McDonald's restaurants, but the one who made the McDonald's franchise what it is. He said that discretion is the enemy of duplication, right? The best way to achieve success is to follow someone who's already been there. Yeah, and so we, we lay it out ABC, yeah, and try to make it as simple as possible. But, you know, so you've come across something which I think is really, really valuable because we, we profess cold calling, yeah? And if we can show our partners that cold calling doesn't have to be that numbers game, yeah, which they are so afraid of that they have to do the grind over and over and over again, yeah? Um, we're all ears, man. All right. All right. Well, it's, it's counterintuitive. Uh, and that's why I start, I'm starting that podcast, Iconoclast Entrepreneurs, because I believe everything is the opposite of what we think. Our natural instinct is wrong. It's dead wrong. It's wrong. It's dead wrong. You know, they say when you want to buy real estate, what's the best time to buy real estate? When there's blood in the street. Nobody wants to buy real estate when there's blood in the street. But that's the best time to buy real estate. It goes against our normal instinct. And just without flowering and adding to it, 
the, the, the big secret, the big secret is that you can set more appointments with prospects that don't know that they have a need. They don't know that they have a need. And one of the primary reasons for this, if you just think about it, and that's what I did is I thought, like think and grow rich. The key word there is think. Think about it. Meditate on it. Uh, you know, when you folk, when you have your your mantra, your morning mantra, you are focusing your brain. And as Tony Robbins says, where you focus, that's what you're going to get more of, whatever you focus on. And uh, focus on setting more appointments and thinking about it. And if you think about it, the, the AMA says that only 3% of a market, 3% of a market has a top of my need. Well, just the AMA, sorry. Uh, American Marketing Association. Okay, okay. So the only 3%, and I say it's even less than that. And what that means is if you're, if you're selling insurance to attorneys, only 3% or less of that market has a need uh, that they're aware of, let's say top of mind. Correct, mind. correct, correct. Yeah, or, uh, we, we say we say this with digital products exactly the same. Um, that you know, most small business owners are busy doing their thing. They don't have the time for this. They don't. They're busy doing whatever they do, and they, so they don't have enough time to even uh, research it. So when somebody comes around and says, "Like, do you want a website?" It's like, what? You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm, bu I'm busy. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. It's that it's on the right track, but there's a deeper point. And, and, it, and it, the secret, I learned it from a book of the power of habit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if anybody in the audience has read the power of habit. I recommend it. Um, it. It goes into a lot of people believe the subconscious mind. Some think it's it's um, you know a myth or they don't believe it. But he he he's, we science has discovered the basal ganglia, which is a different part of your brain that actually process habit. That's a side point. The main point in this book is he 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 found a gentleman that uh, had lost his brain from a disease and he learned through his basal ganglia a new habit. But there's another story and it's a story of Febreze. And in that story, Febreze, which we all know have heard of Febreze, I'm probably in the audience. I don't know if it's big in Great Britain and all the other places you met, but it's big in the U.S. Yeah, yeah but it failed initially. It failed, and they had the science. It was a great product, but it failed. And the people behind P&G, Procter & Gamble, uh, sent out researchers because they had product placement. They had, they had um, product placement, free offers, but a blitz, marketing blitz. Mm -hmm. And nobody reordered. Sales were sluggish or dead flat. So they sent the researchers out to interview people to find out why they didn't reorder or why they're not buying Febreze. And so it came down to this one house. And they, they went in. The lady opened the door for the house. And when the doors opened, the smell of cat smells overwhelmed them. They, they I mean, I'd say rancid. I don't has anybody ever had smelled something rancid? <laughs> yeah, I used so to when, I, when I opened up my son's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have rent houses and I'd just go down there every time they moved out and just, you know, be prepared myself for what they take, what they steal, what they damage. And this time it was pristine. I'm oh my God, 
they didn't destroy anything. It's perfect. And I'd start checking everything, and then I opened the microwave, and bam! Oh, they had left something in there that was rancid. I threw it, vomited. Anyway, I want y'all to have that idea in your head. They go in practically holding their nose because of the smell of cat smells. And they talked to the lady, and they asked her, did you buy Febreze? And she said, yes. And they said, well, why did you buy Febreze? And she said, well, for the cat smells. And then, then they asked, do you smell the cat smells now? And she said, no. Hmm. She couldn't smell the cat smells. They could. And they were trying to hold back from vomiting <laughs> the smell. And that's the lesson is really, this is powerful. The lesson is that people can't smell their own odors. They get used to the smell. And there's a science behind that. And when I read that story, my epiphany, <clears throat> the reason I set 15 and everyone else set two is because they were trying to find a need and I was not trying to find a need. What I realized is that prospects don't know that they have a problem. Just like people can't smell their odors, businesses can't smell their needs. They're not aware of their needs. Oh, I see totally great analogy. Great analogy. I love that. Right. So, so they have problems, right? They have problems. We could see them just like the outside people who smell the cat smells, but the, the people that are in that house were used to the smells, right? In the business, the people, that's their normal. They're slow copier. They're inefficient. IT help desk. That's slow. That's normal. They develop ways to go to, to deal with that internally. Um, but everything, all the little problems they have, it's and it goes to your point that you said, Edward, about them not looking. Most businesses, when it comes to looking out at op, like other services, other possibilities, they have their head in the sand. Hmm. They're literally on the oldest version of Microsoft. They don't like to change. And they're not even aware of it, like you said. They, they've got their head so far in the sand, they're not even aware of it. Exactly. They got the head in the sand, and they're, they're their own little ecosystem, right? And that ecosystem, that's the way they're doing it is normal. It's working. And that's the first thing. When you call, you get a lot of people that are not interested. But more than anything, what you hear from people is, we're happy with what we have. Mm -hmm. I mean, can anybody comment and say, you've heard people say, we're all good. We're happy with what we have. Mm -hmm. And so it, when most of my calls tell me they're happy with what they have, very tiny few people I find ever have a need. Well, how am I going to make more money? How would I set more appointments? How would I set 15 appointments a day? By trying to make more calls to find the few people that have a need, a needle in a haystack, or as one person said, a needle in a needle stack, <laughs> a needle in a needle stack. <laughs> that's hard, but it's our gut instinct that that's what we have to do. It's what the gurus tell you. It's what everybody's trying to do is go find that prospect that has an existing need, but I can set more appointments with people that are happy with what they have 
And the key takeaway here, guys, if you're listening, write this down. Write this down. You start your conversation by calling and identifying yourself, what you sell, and say, oh, wait, wait a second. Before you say anything, when it comes to having a website, when it comes to selling insurance or having insurance, when it comes to your copier, your printer, your IT services, whatever you sell, your telephones, your telephone system, you've got something in place that's working and you're happy with it. Am I right? Am I right? And they're going to say yes. And you really, you just simply turn a known objection that you're going to get 90% of the time and turn it into agreement. Now you don't have an objection. You have agreement. You have agreement. And the key, really the key to making these sales is having a differentiator. A differentiator in your business, that could be customer service differentiator, uh, as Dunder Mifflin in that famous call uh, on, on the office when they were with the guy he wants to buy from a big insurance company. And uh, the I don't, I'm not a big fan of the office, but I saw this clip. The geeky one, the geeky guy, he started, he said, can I use your phone? He started dialing out and he was dialing that guy's company's uh, customer service line. And when he finally dialed and he had it on for a long time waiting, they still didn't get an answer. And he said, I'm calling your customer service. I'm not getting an answer. And then the, 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 the smart guy, the cool guy from the office says, do you care about customer service? He's of course I do. And he said, he dialed his number and right away, Dunder Mifflin answered their customer service. Boom, the sale was made. That's just an example of a differentiator. Do you care about this? What's your level of support? And as I tell people, my best example is just imagine, go back in time to when we had dial-up. Guys, y'all remember that? <laughs> Some of them have. Yeah. Yeah. That squawk, squeal, <laughs> the slow connection. And then one day you got the message that there's DSL. There's DSL in your area, right? It was a party. We got DSL. We got DSL. <laughs> We're all excited. And I tell people, now you're going to have to make a call in the audience. Your job is to now call that company that just switched from, from dial-up to DSL and sell them internet service. It's going to be hard. They just moved to the best. Unless you're calling about broadband. You call in, they're happy with DSL. Great. I'm so excited you have upgraded. Not everybody has DSL. You got it. Awesome. Go you. You're awesome. Hey, let me ask you, though, do you keep your options open? I mean, if there was a faster internet service, you'd want to know about it. Am I right? Even though you have something great. And most people will say, why, yes, I would would like to know about that. Boom. Boom. You can convert almost everyone that says they're happy with what they have by taking the objection that they're happy, turning it into agreement, and then teasing your disruptive, innovative service, creating curiosity and transforming a cold call, a marketing call into an educational call. And if you educate them, you can get you, your funnel. <laughs> you just a wide open funnel and nearly everybody 
never everybody you talk to will agree that they have a great service, right? Guys, you have a great service. We have a great oh, yeah. service, and and that's it. Lamb is awesome. Lamb is awesome. Well, and but so Grant, 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 has, Grant has constructed this, this this differentiator, which we call the you know to swim in a blue ocean. Yeah, by by the fact that we offer AI websites, and people go, oh, AI websites. I don't have an AI website. Yeah, um, an affordable price. Yeah, on a monthly subscription with no contract, no upfront fee, and it's so you go straight in, and it's. Well, you guys uh, it's, have it's AI. Awesome. We have AI. Awesome. You guys are innovators. <laughs> AI is next level. Next level. That's why you got to go with Blam. Hey, you got a great website, but yeah. do you, you have AI? No, no you, don't. you don't. Are you curious about what it would be like to have AI? You know, it's so easy and it's so obvious, right? If you're going to set more appointments, do you keep beating yourself up, struggling? To find a one prospect that's happy. I, you know what it happens when I find those people? When I find somebody that's like, yeah, I have a problem with IT. How'd you get my number? <laughs> How did you know to call me? <laughs> I have no luck with that. In fact, I remember one time uh, I was a marketing director for an IT company. And I had never, I don't ever do referrals, right? It's all cold sales. That's all cold sales. And, uh, the owner said, hey, I've got a referral I'm going to give you. You know, that's what every salesman lives for, right? The the warm, hot referral. Oh, <laughs> oh I got a referral. And I, I got it. And it was a dead lead. You know, that's my luck. But that's my luck. But I don't need referrals. <laughs> David, I, I love... I love that process. I just want to break that down just for our partners because I, I, I want to try this. So because we've got a, we've got a very specific script that we use um, that, that gets great results um, that, um, you know, if, but it's not it's not the same as yours. And I think I always think you've got to keep trying things. You're always learning and you're always refining the process. So so just to break this down, as, as you know, as we've just said, we've got a unique selling point. We've got something that's different. We've got AI websites. We've got a number of other features and products that we sell but that's our differentiator so so what you're suggesting is from the cold call you'd be you'd be saying something like, hi i'm grant uh, i'm grant from from blam or a digital marketing agency um let, let me ask you david um you got you've got a website at the moment would you go straight in with that yeah 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 you, uh, what and, i say is this, the thing is you have to say well before you say anything yeah that's key I'm calling from Blam. I'm I'm yeah. Grant. I'm calling from Blam, and we're yeah. a digital marketing agency. We we create websites. The idea yeah. is there is to not use flowery expressions. You yeah. have you have to connect with what they can understand. If they never understand what you've said, which when you ask when you go to a conference and ask people, what do you do? How often do you walk away understanding what they do? <laughs> Very rarely. Yeah, rarely. But this is the case where you have to be crystal clear mm. and use the language they understand not the new term you want to promote right absolutely we, so we, we say we say we, we we know that our our target audience is interested in two things they're interested in making money and saving money so when somebody asked me ed what do you do and i said well i help small businesses make money from the internet 
And then they go, yeah, oh, well, well how you, do you do that? And I said, well, we, we do AI websites. And then yeah. we go, like, do you, do you have an AI website? No, we don't. What's an AI website? And then you have that conversation. That's the same thing. But when you're doing a cold call, you have to do it a little bit differently. Yeah. So, so our, our entry entry point in the call call is uh, we say, oh, hi, David. Um, my, my name is uh, Ed from Blam. Um, uh, what, what I'm about to say, yeah, it will probably take 20 about 20 to 30 seconds. If if after that 20 or 30 seconds, you, you, you don't like what I'm saying, we can we can both put the phone down and we can get on with that day. Are you, are you OK with that? Well, I, I mean, no, Benjamin uh, is a promoter of that. And I've been on his podcast. And if it's working for you, do. But that's a waste of words, I say. <laughs> so let's just get back to David's, Ed, because I want to nail this because I want to try this. Yeah. So we, we start off by introducing ourselves, say what we do, nice and simple. And then the next step will be, um, so uh, you, I, ta I take it you've already got a, a great website. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, so, a great website. We you love, you're happy with it, and yeah, you're and not you're looking to change. Brilliant. Okay. So you say, so you acknowledge. So the next step is I take it you've already got a great website that you're happy with and you're not really looking to change. So you've basically established that you're a marketing consultant or a website designer. Then you're telling them they don't want to use you, which I like that because that's the. Well, the no, no, well, you, don't, no you, don't say, you don't say they don't want to use you. See, that's no, not but what you're we're kind saying. of you're intimating. Because in my in my thought process, as soon as I start to say to somebody when I'm on a cold call, I'm Grant and I'm a digital marketing consultant, straight away they're like sales call. So the the pattern interrupt is by acknowledging that they've already got a website and that it's something that they're happy with. You don't sound like a salesperson. Exactly. And th so there's a reason for this. It's from seven habits of highly effective people. Yeah. Right. When you let somebody know, when I let Grant or Edward know that I get you, that yeah. I know where you're coming from, I understand your list of concerns, your worries. Right. That's why people pay psychiatrists. I'm your psychiatrist. I get you. I feel you, man. <laughs> you know, the salespeople drone on and on and on uh, about their service and their benefit and blah, blah, blah when they didn't get the fact that the guy is happy with what he has first. Let's address the elephant in the room. Let's make the guy know. What I found is that when you get somebody, you let them know, I totally understand where you're coming from. Then they open up, just like Seven Habits says. They open up and they're ready to listen to you. Mm -hmm. it. And it's a like transformative that. process. It's a bit It's a bit like they always agree, you know, the sales, they always agree first or, you know, don't, don't be in conflict. So, so then we say, so we acknowledge that they've got a website, that they're happy with it. And then we hit them with, uh, so the next step would be something along the lines of, um, I is guess it if possible? you could, is, there is be it a possible that if, there was a, if there was a better website that had AI technology in it? No, you don't say AI yet. You don't? You don't reveal that yet. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so you're you setting, you're teasing the possibility because see, you don't you once you you say AI, you're selling them. You pull the sales out. You're teasing the possibility. This is what I call my legal approach. The legal approach is if there's reasonable doubt in a legal system <laughs> in America, yeah. you must acquit. And we learned that from OJ, right? A reasonable doubt. The glove doesn't fit. 
when it comes to booking an appointment, if you have a prospect that's happy with what they have but open-minded, right, when they've said, do you keep your options open? If there was a better way, right. open-minded, go, go, go yeah. then, yeah, you yeah. Only need to, then you only need to share with them the possibility and is. make it a, a, a reality. Yeah, okay. it, did. It, was a, it wasn't the film Dumber and Dumber, wasn't it? In yeah. Dumber and Dumber, he said, even if there was like a millionth of percent that we could have sex together, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so and, you and know, David, it always comes back to sex with Ed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that easy. You tease it and say, if, if it, I know you're happy, but if, if there was a better way out there, is it possible there could be a better way? It's like asking people, is it possible that there's alien life out there somewhere in the universe? Most people say, I guess it's possible, right? Is it possible? Is it possible there's a better way to do websites? And well, I guess so. An open-minded person says yes, right? And then that's when you've been given permission to pitch them. Now you have to say, well, and I always repeat it. Well, it's, I totally get you once again that you're happy with your current website and you're not looking to change. But what we're doing different that could be the next big thing that could help you make money, save money, be the greatest thing in the world for you is we make websites with AI. And then the question is, have you heard of websites with AI? Got you. Yeah, yeah. When and they then, say they have back on track to our process, they have not. Mm. Bingo! You have booked that appointment. It's simply going to be a negotiation, overcome objections, which aren't objections. They're questions you have to answer. Objections are buying signs, right? You have to go through the buying signs, and then you have to negotiate to the appointment. It's that it's that simple, but it hinges around the key. And this is the reason why I'm starting a podcast called Iconoclast Entrepreneurs is that salespeople desperately need entrepreneurs to give them a disruptive, innovative product to sell. So Brilliant. we yeah, need to get yeah. more entrepreneurs out there to help these salespeople. They want to sell, but when you sell them, when you send your salespeople out there, to sell the same crap and garbage that everybody else has, you're really not making their job, their life easy. You're making it super hard. That's why as a, when I've been a salesperson, I don't work for any company. I interview all these people and I find the one that has something that's unique that I can sell. In fact, when I did cold calling, I turned most companies down. Hmm. I would only work yeah. with them if they had something, because I'm the guy that's, I'm going to be on the phone selling. And you I know- You sell what you don't believe in. Yeah, I can't sell ice to Eskimos. Anybody out there? <laughs> and you guys sell? Do you want to sell ice to Eskimos? Nope. I don't want to do that. That that's tough. Unless it depends what flavor ice. I was going <laughs> to say they, they, they're, they're usually quite happy with their ice, aren't they? Uh -uh. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not easy. And and I just awesome. want to share the quote. Yeah, this is go for my it. quote. Because who am I? I'm just a number one best-selling author. I'm just simply an entrepreneur contributor. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Have you seen the movie, Mr. Nobody? I love that. I'm nobody. <laughs> but guess who is somebody? Steve Jobs is somebody. And Tony Robbins, when he asked people, um, do you care about Apple? The room lit up. People jumped. They shouted, Apple versus Microsoft. Crickets. 
crickets. So we love Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs said, he said, uh, some people say give the customer what they want. But that's not my approach. Our job is to figure out what they're going to want before they do. And I think Henry Ford said, if you ask the customer what they wanted, they would have told me a faster horse. <laughs> People don't know what they want until you show it to them. And this is just proof positive that the unicorn business, Apple, one of the most successful companies in the world, understands that prospects don't know their needs. He sold stuff to people who didn't know they needed a new iPhone. And he's still doing it from the grave. Exactly. If it works for all these other companies, Febreze, by the way, became successful by changing their business model. They stopped selling to people that had a need for odors to preventing odors, which, by the way, is one of the classic ways to differentiate yourself is to move from being reactive to proactive in your business. Right. Yeah. I love that. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm going to try this out, David. I think that um, cold calling, we, we're massive advocates for it um, because there's, um, there's a real sort of um, contradiction uh, with our business in particular in that, um, you know, we're digital marketers. And yet we advocate cold calling above all else as the key lead generator for our business, because time and time again, it proves to be the most effective and efficient way of generating leads for a business. Um, and even though, you know, we're in a digital marketing business, we still advocate for cold calling. You see that hunk of plastic on your desk? It's called a telephone. And I want to make it a cold calling weapon. <laughs> I'm going my army. And I'm going to turn you into my killers. When you get prospects on the phone, you won't let them go. You want them to go unless they buy or die. <laughs> yeah, this has been absolutely fantastic. Um, David, we're going to wrap it up. Um, when when I sort of end the broadcast, stay with us here. We'll have a quick chat afterwards. Um, so just in closing, guys, um, you know, th for first of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, David. Really awesome session. Tell uh, the you know the partnership community this is going to be on record as well. This is a recording that will keep repeating as well. We're going to be promoting. Tell them what is going on in your life. And tell us about your book. Tell us about your LinkedIn. Where do we find you? Well, uh, I think these people have been posting Facebook. Your your listeners are amazing. I'm, I'm watching. You guys are the best audience I've seen so far. So let's give it a hand for the audience, man. Taking time out of their day to listen and improve and grow grow and do the uncomfortable. Those are all my lessons from Tony Robbins, right? Grow, you've got to do the uncomfortable thing. But yeah, claim book offer, C-L-A-I-M book, O-F-F-E-R, claimbookoffer.com is my offer. Thank you. Thank you. I try to drop value bombs. I try to. 
but that's claim, my claim, offer. Claim book offer, yeah. And I've, I've okay. dropped in the link to the uh, Million Dollar Rebuttal book, free book yeah. as well. I just make it easy. It's claimbookoffer.com so people can remember. But uh, yeah, connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn, and I'm trying to, to chat with everybody that gets my book, a uh, quick uh, Zoom call or phone call and chat. Uh, follow John Lee Dumas. I signed up for his course, and boom, he wants to talk to me for two minutes. Little old me, I'm Mr. Nobody, and then a uh, 15-minute call. So I want to I chat with people and just find out what you're selling. Um, and uh, and uh, thank the Iconoclastic, you. The Iconoclastic podcast coming out soon? Uh, probably in a few weeks. I'm working on my intro, outro. I've got my uh, my my uh, logo, uh, which is a hammer that's got the lights the uh, the lightsaber uh, from Star Wars. The way it lights up in all directions, it's a hammer that's lit up and it's got a circle around it. You know, I'll I'll, I'll send it to you guys. You can give me your opinion, but I wanted something that would grab people's uh, attention. Want to make it, and I'm working on that. Maybe y'all can help me with my intro, outro, but uh, it's got to be passionate, and it is what I'm passionate about. I want entrepreneurs to listen and listen to other people who found changes. How did they do it? Why did they d disrupt and innovate and do something different? And how did they do that? Uh, that's what people need to learn. But mainly, we need to pick up the phone and start dialing. Couldn't agree more. Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Intisar. Thank you, Shelley. Um, thank you, Peter. Thank you, uh, Mark Sweetman from South Africa. Is here Peter Blantanis, Rick O'Brien, Nelly. Legend. You are Remember, doing so well, Nelly. Well done. High energy equals high income. <laughs> Everybody out there, we'll call selling. High energy. Equals high income. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, stay Cheers, with us. Guys. Stay with us. Uh, we'll end the broadcast now, and we'll.